and welcome to another episode of Do You Know What I Mean? My name is Brett Holcomb, and thanks once again for tuning in. And thank you to everybody that's been sending me comments and suggestions and just wishing me luck on this journey that I'm, I'm taking on uh, doing this podcast. So, again, thank you so much. It really, really means a lot to me uh, hearing those words. And I'm getting text messages and uh, messages from people that I haven't heard from in a long time and, and, and new people, too. So, uh, you know, we're going to continue this this journey that I'm on and uh, I'm I'm excited I really am um, as I stated when I started this and explained this um, this is therapy for me you know as you know people go to a counselor and and talk and that's therapy but a microphone has always been my therapy and uh, I'm just happy I'm able to do this and share you know, what's going through my mind? Um, good, bad, indifferent, all that kind of stuff. So, interesting weekend, this past weekend. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll start with the interesting sports side of things. You know, Sunday was actually a good day. And if you're a, a Philadelphia fan... Sunday was an amazing day. Anytime the Dallas Cowboys lose is a good day. And to see them get smashed by the Green Bay Packers was awesome. And it was exciting and just proved my point that they're all show. They're all show. They got a great regular season. They got a great record. They won the division. And they get to the playoffs. And they choke. And I loved it. I loved every minute of that. And watching Cowboy fans crawl up and hide again it's just it brings just pure joy to my heart and I, I once again text my best friend Mark who I've known since first grade and back in the 90s we used to go to a lot of Eagles games and um, one Dallas game we were at there was a guy selling t-shirts in the um, in the parking lot and it was Calvin Hobbs and he was uh, urinating on a Dallas star and it's a Dallas sucks and it's been the running joke with Mark and I for my gosh now this is probably 26 years now because we both got one he still has his and he wears it and the guy was I don't know if he was drunk selling them, but it was uh, get your Dallas sucks t-shirts only $5. So that's usually my text message to him on that, or he will do the same thing. But um, he and his wife actually confirmed that the shirt that's over 25 years old, and it's a white shirt, does not have pit stains on it. It's worn, but it doesn't have any yellow stains on it. So that in itself is amazing. That was a great buy five bucks and it's still going strong so I, I applaud the efforts I don't know what kind of uh, laundry detergent they're using on that thing but um, whatever they're doing keep doing it because that's an heirloom you know hope, hopefully Mark will be able to pass that down to his two sons um, and, you know just keep going so that, that was great and then Monday kicks in and the Eagles are playing the Buccaneers and I had a couple opportunities to go to the game, and I said, mm, I'm not feeling this one. Just, and I don't turn down Eagles tickets. Or I don't usually turn down an opportunity to go see the Eagles play, especially since I've moved down here to Florida. You know, seeing a home game is a, or going to see them, you know, 
live is, you know, not like living up in Jersey like I used to. So I just wasn't feeling it, and I had some other plans as well, and just wasn't going to risk it, and the weather was going to be bad. And, just, and um, yeah, they they stunk. And um, I kind of had this feeling it was going to happen, um, and it did. And I'm kind of glad the season's over. And hopefully they're going to make some changes because they definitely need to make some changes, I think, with the front office. and Definitely some coaching changes. I wouldn't mind, to be honest, seeing the head coach go, too. Uh, you go from 10-1 and 1 to 11 and, was it, 6? You lose 6 of the last 7 games. You lose the Cardinals and the Giants. I mean, come on now. So... Not happy about that. So that was some frustrations and, um, you know, talking to some of my friends and some colleagues of mine in, in the business and just, it's irritating. So season of high hopes just crumbled in front of us. But we'll see what happens. Sixers playing well, getting ready for Phillies. And the Flyers are actually playing well. So we got something good to go and, um, you know, the other thing I, I, I do is I'm the radio engineer for USF, University of South Florida, for football, and I, and I do some home basketball games. And I'm excited to see what's going on with that team. I was in a very exciting game uh, on Friday night uh, where they came back. And, um, you know, I got some high hopes. I think they got a great coach. And uh, it was really exciting to see uh, – what's coming and um, you know if you follow me on X or this thing called Twitter um, there was a couple of videos and I think I posted it on Facebook too uh, you know the, with the coach uh, interview during a post game show and you get to see me so um, just hearing that coach and seeing him and I, I, I'm excited you know I just I uh, I'll always be a Temple Alex. That's my alma mater, but um, I'm a bull too. So uh, I, uh, I I work with a great bunch of people in um, the athletic department. I'm you know I'm in awe with what they're doing. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool what's going on down there. So and um, so th- that was part of part of the weekend. And the other one, and it's going to lead into the big topic about what I'm going to talk about today, but um, for my birthday, um, my my wife never fails. She never fails um, doing something for me for my birthday. Um, we moved down here. I... Um, Turned forty, and I, I, she had, we had a nice little send off for us with you know our friends and a lot of them were mine, um, just because I grew up in Jersey and that's where we were living. Um, but when we got down here, she got me one of the greatest gifts besides my daughter. Um, for my birthday and if anybody knows me my favorite athlete of all time is Dr. J and she got me an autographed basketball 10 years ago and it's one of my prized possessions and um, it was the ABA red white and blue ball um, and I, I treasure that thing um, just absolutely love it but every year she does something um, meaningful. It's not just, you know, here's a shirt, here's a tie, here's a pair of pants. We'll take you out to dinner. And um, there's there's some meaning behind it. And um, we're annual pass holders for Disney. So we're there a lot. And when I was younger, 
you know, the first time I ever went to Florida, I think it was in 1978. And it was with my parents. My brother wasn't born yet, but my dad's parents um, and my uncle and his family lived in Orlando. So we went to see them. But on top of that, we got to go to Disney, SeaWorld, which, which was really an aquarium and the killer whale show and Circus World, which was owned by the Ringling Brothers, which isn't around anymore. And But I got to go to Magic Kingdom. And it was the greatest thing I ever did in my life. And here I am, four years old, but, you know, any little kid will tell you, like Mickey Mouse is the bomb. And we get there, and, you know, if you've been there and you've driven to Disney, and you have to go to the transportation center, and you get to go on the monorail. And I thought the monorail was the coolest thing ever. But while you're on the monorail, something even cooler happens. The monorail goes through one of the hotels. And it's the contemporary. And since 1978, I have always wanted to stay at the contemporary. Because it was the coolest Thing I've ever seen in my life. Polynesian was around and that was it. Like there was no Grand Floridian. I think the Wilderness Lodge was there, but those were those are two, and I'm like, yeah. Polynesian whoopie doo. That's cool. That's like futuristic looking. The monorail goes through it. How cool is that? Like the tr- this train goes through the building. Like, that's cool. So since then. I've always wanted to do that. Now, growing up, my dad was a school teacher. Probably not going to be staying at the contemporary. Even though in my head, like at that point in my life, really didn't understand finances and couldn't understand why. And, you know, we stayed at the Holiday Inn or the Days Inn and we drove in. We never stayed on property. Never. Um, And that was okay. Because we still got to go to Disney. So, you know, as I got older and, you know, my wife and I got together and we got married and we moved down here, like one of the cool things that I bought, because I love the monorail and I love this built, this hotel was that monorail playset, bought that, and I bought the contemporary. So every once in a while, I haven't done it in a while yet, but I've got the monorail thing and the monorail goes through the contemporary. And I'll talk about it all the time. Like, we'll go in and eat at the Contemporary. And I'm like, you know, one of these days, like I keep telling her, I said, one of these days we got to stay here. Like, I want to try to hit and stay at every one of the hotels at once. You know, if we can get a great deal, that's great. My wife got a great deal, and we got to stay at the Contemporary. And it was amazing. It was amazing. Except it was cold. But, and I got to hit the steakhouse there, which was fantastic as well. And I'm very appreciative and got to spend that day, two days at Disney with my wife and daughter, which is always amazing. But needless to say, the contemporary was cool. And I'd do it again. So, um, you know, I, I, you know, something that for 46 years I've been waiting to do. I got to do. I'm just grateful for that. So we'll see what my wife does next year. Um, I, and I never know. Like, I never thought this was going to be what it was. I never thought I was going to get a Dr. J basketball or anything like that. So like, it's, it's always something that I've talked about and she knows about and she surprises me. So it's just, I, I don't know what I would do without her. You know, I've I've told her this numerous times. You know, um, you know I was going through a rough patch right before we got together. Had a bad relationship. Um, that year, I got diagnosed with uh, type two diabetes. So, you know, that was that was a struggle in itself. And um, 
you know, she was very supportive, you know, because we were, um, we became friends before, you know, we actually started dating. So, um, so appreciative of that. And, and I've told her, it's like, she saved me and she has made me a better person each and every day. So I just, I, I thank her all the time for that. Um, I know sometimes I don't sound like it when we're talking and all that stuff, but I do. I really, really do. But the thing I want to talk to you about today and it and it happens at Disney and it drives me insane is personal space and I think more than ever people are walking around with blinders on they don't know you they are cutting you off or they're bumping you or they don't care and it's 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 mind-boggling and one of the good things i don't think there was a, it, there were some good things there was not many good things when we were going through the covid pandemic was social distancing where you had to stay six feet apart and again you know we're pass holders and you know when they reopened the parks and we were going down there it was great that they weren't telling you to fill up all the empty space and you were like just shoulder to shoulder with somebody you had some space to breathe because if you've ever been down to the parks or any park but it seems like at Disney it's the it's the worst especially when it's hot people don't know how to dress and because they don't know how to dress they're wearing heavy clothes which makes people sweat and get a little smelly and if you're standing near them, you're getting a little whiff of that. When I go to the park and my family goes to the park, like we don't get dressed up to go to the theme park. You know, I'm wearing a light shirt, shorts, and normally sandals because I don't like wearing sneakers down here as much with socks because number one you never know when it's going to rain here in florida and i don't want to walk around with wet socks and number two if we go on one of those water rides like a log flume i don't want to get them saturated and i'm and i'm very comfortable wearing sandals so it's one of those things i've picked up since i've we've moved down here like i don't wear sneakers unless i'm going you know sometimes to work or you know i'm wearing jeans i, I can't do the flip-flop and jean thing it just doesn't work with me, but that's when I'll do it. So, but this personal space, like I don't understand and it hasn't always been this way. Like you see it in the grocery stores, you see it when you're walking around maybe at the mall like people don't pay attention anymore to their surroundings and I don't know why I, it, it, I just don't get it you know like I, I, I walk around you know this is a, a basketball term but like with my head on a swivel like seeing who's near me, you know, you know, peripheral vision. I, I see something coming out of the side of my, you know, the sides. And I see somebody coming, I'll stop and let them go by me or, you know, move to the side a little bit. Or people walking. You ever notice, like, you're the one that's moving and they're just walking straight? Like, there's no courtesy. 
And I don't know if that's just because of the times we're in and we're not caring for one another. I don't know. Like, I just, it's, it's weird. And the worst ride that I see this on at Disney, and we made a comment about it this weekend because we go on it all the time, is the Haunted Mansion. And you, you wait in line at the Haunted Mansion, and then you go in this room, and you wait there for a couple minutes, and then you go to another room that's the room that is this room stretching, or is this your mind thing? And, you know, that gets a little disoriented, too, with, with people in there, because they're telling you to get to the middle, and, you know, again, people are just bumping each other and not... You know, like, a, you never hear, oh, excuse me, or anything like that. It's just boom. But then the worst part about it is when the door opens and you've got to go in to the next area, which actually takes you into the doom buggy, it's like a funnel that goes from a big room down to all one lane. And it's like a mad and this is the part that I don't get. It's like a mad dash. Like they've got to be first to get on this. And I'm like, you're getting on the ride. You're there. It's going to take you a couple minutes, but you're going to be on the ride. It's not going to be a 30 minute wait. And they don't care that you've got a young kid with you or you have a group with you. They just boop, right in front of you. And they'll, they'll give you the elbow and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, is that how we are now? That it's all about me and I don't care about anybody else. And when we went into the rest of the park, I, I kept, and I've noticed this, and it was just in the back of my mind the, the entire two days we were there. And I said, this is the next topic I'm going to talk about. Like, a place like that is supposed to be the getaway from reality where I don't care what age you are it's going to bring you back to your youth and I, we're, we're fortunate because I've, I've got an 11 year old and she loves Disney loves going and you know, just the joy I see in her eye every time we go. And, you know, I love seeing that. And I love the fact that we're able to do something like this because we couldn't do this up in Jersey on a consistent basis. I think probably if we were still living in New Jersey, we have probably would have went to Disney once, maybe twice. Just because it's not a cheap trip. It's not. You can go to the islands for cheaper than you go to Disney. If you don't live here. So we're very fortunate. But I, it it's crazy that common courtesy has become an afterthought. I know everybody there is there trying to make the their vacation or their time there magical. I get that. I you know, I want to have a great time too. I you know, tickets aren't cheap to get in this place and you know, it, they they want that 
that Disney experienced. But part of the culture about being at Disney and, and why I appreciate this place is it's supposed to be that magical place where, you know, all the negativity that's out in the world is supposed to stay outside those walls. And, and families feel safe and can appreciate and, and share that. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying everybody there is, besides us, a jackass. I'm not saying that. But the common courtesy has, has gone away. And, and it's not just going there. I mean, I see it all over the place. You know, it's just holding a door for somebody. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. Holding a door for somebody that's right behind you. saying thank you. You know, it's becoming less frequent to see that kind of stuff. And and people are so, like, they're wearing blinders. And you see it with people with their cell phones. Like, you got it on speaker and you're in a restaurant. Nobody wants to hear your your conversation. I'm trying to enjoy my meal. The person at the other table is trying to enjoy their meal with whomever they're with. You know, they want to have that conversation and they don't have to try to talk over you to have that conversation with the person that's right next to them. You know, the, the common courtesy thing is if somebody calls you on the phone and you're in a restaurant, take it outside. Or how about the, how about the guy, if you're, if you're going to the bathroom and they're, you know, I know most people are on their phone, like looking at social media if they're using the bathroom or stuff, something like that. But they're talking on the phone. Like that's the worst. But I just don't know what happened to common courtesy. And people can't walk and understand that they're cutting people off or um, like it's not a big deal that you're first it's not now there are times when you need to be first You know, if you're my age and you remember the back in the 80s, the Cabbage Patch craze or um, the Transformer craze, if you're you're a, a guy, you know that that's a big deal. I mean, that was uh, I'll never forget. This is probably early 80s. My mom took my brother and I to Clover because a new shipment of Transformers was coming in. We both wanted Optimus Prime. And the fact that my mom was taking us over there to go get Optimus Prime for each of us was a big deal. And I remember waiting in this line inside the store that was open and there was probably a hundred people in this line, at least. 
and they were bringing the cart out that had the transformers on it and that cart turned the corner and it was like a mad dash and my brother went low I went middle and we both got one but I remember somebody stepping on my brother's hand that I understand because that's something that you wanted like now as a kid I didn't understand it but you know or it was like the time we went to the Phillies game and we've never I've never caught a foul ball never and it's one of those experiences I, I I've, I've been close but I've never done it and the closest we ever got was at the old vet, veteran stadium and it was my dad this is telling you how long ago this was fly balls coming up and we were probably in the 600 which was the second tier my dad puts his hand out it's coming right at him this guy behind my father took a cigarette and hit my dad's hand and burned my dad's hand to the fact that my dad's hand dropped and the guy's hand went up and grabbed the ball you want to talk about a young kid being devastated not only that my dad got burned but that my dad didn't get that foul ball And I know in my dad's hand, my dad's mind, because now being a father, I'm the same way. The joy about catching that fly ball, because I know my dad would have caught it. Or at least he better have. And handing it to one of my sons, or to both my sons. Like, that's a proud dad moment. My dad didn't get to experience. And that was frustrating. I know it frustrated him. And it was it just made me sad. But my dad got burned. I mean, he lived and everything was okay. But, I mean, it's still the, the fact of the matter that that happened. And it, it, it just... But it's the common courtesy. Like, if the guy, like, snagged it for my dad, that's one thing. But, you know, cheating to, to get a ball and and I was I don't remember how the old the guy was but he was he was a man like and he didn't have any kids so like you know that in itself is pretty douchey common courtesy like I just don't understand it and I, I just don't understand these blinders. And if somebody can explain it to me, I would love to know. And it's and it's just as bad at the, the grocery store. Like people are whipping around. Like I I really think they need to give driver's license for people pushing a shopping cart because. They don't look. They're texting. It's like texting and driving. They're on their phone. They're having a conversation with somebody else. But, like, when you get to the end of the aisle and you're going to make a turn, maybe you should, like, instead of, like, zipping out there, take a peek. Because I don't... I think every time I go to the grocery store... I see a cart accident or somebody get hit by a cart. I've gotten hit by a cart. Because at the end of those aisles, there's end caps and you may be looking at an item there and it's happened to me. I'm looking at an item going, am I going to buy this? And boom, I get hit by a cart. That's minding my own business, doing my thing, not in anybody's way. And they're like, Oh, I didn't see you. 
Well, because you didn't look. But common courtesy. Where has it gone? You know, it just, it, it's, it's crazy. It's just it literally like, I just don't think people pay attention anymore. And I know that our society today, their attention span has dwindled, you know, and we're, we're now a society of instant gratification. Got to have it now. Can't wait. Gotta have it now. And I think it's made us lazy, inconsiderate. Not looking for the right thing, but what's out there quick in many, many things. Which is a whole nother topic and a whole nother show. But we're not paying attention to our surroundings at all. We're so focused on us. You know, your people backing out of a parking spot not looking or you know when I was working up in Gainesville the thing one of the biggest things I hated up in Gainesville was scooters because they were slow and people that drove scooters don't pay attention to their surroundings. And I almost took out the starting quarterback of the Florida Gators twice because he would come out, not stop at a stop sign, and come on to the major road in Gainesville and I almost hit him the first time I think Gator Nation would have appreciated it because they weren't a big fan of him at that time the second time I would have been public enemy number one because he was having a good season but you gotta pay your you know pay attention to your surroundings and they don't or when they're crossing the street or just walking out in the street yep there's cars coming nope that car is going to stop because I stepped out mm -mm. when I grew up they always said look both ways before crossing the street and maybe just maybe 
do it again just in case because you don't know who's going to be speeding and coming up that road doing you know 65 and 25 but nope on the cell phone looking down walking into the street no 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 and I'm shocked there's not more accidents than there is especially in a college town like that but understanding where you are and what you're doing I think that's important. Like I said, you go to the parks, it don't, I don't care if it's Disney, Universal, Great Adventure, King's Dominion, SeaWorld, Bush Gardens, wherever. Like, have some common courtesy. You know people are here with kids. You see a family coming and and you're going to come into that, that lane where they're walking, like, let them go by. Nothing worse, that fear of losing a kid in a major theme park and then you can't find them. I see it all the time when we're there. And thank God Disney does a great job of handling that situation. I mean, they've, they, they had that down to a science. I just wish and I think it's a microcosm of what's going on in the world but like there's just some common courtesy out there But we'll still go to the parks. We'll still have a good time. It'll be probably my wife and I's biggest pet peeve every time we go. And we'll just, you know, you make the best of it. But it's, it, 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 I, this past weekend, it was, I just kept seeing it and seeing it and seeing it. And then, you know, Haunted Mansion, like, that was the, the one thing we are waiting in there, like, and we knew that Duro was opening. And we kind of now do a thing where we're not going to move. Not super slow, but we're not going to, like, bum rush anybody. And... Because it's... It's inconsiderate what's going on. It's a great ride. But by the time you get there, it's going to be a couple minutes. And you're on the ride. And then you're on the ride for five or six minutes, and it's done. So you don't have to be first. You don't have to be first. So my, my, my challenge to everybody out there is when you're out and about, take a look at this. Like, like actually, like, take notice of it. If you're, you're not taking notice of it, it might be eye-opening. You're like, oh, wow, I, I really didn't realize that. But if you are re realizing it, like, how do we change? 
And I'm not saying everything was hunky-dory before and every everybody was common courtesy. And, but I just felt people kind of knew their surroundings a little bit. And they kind of, re- res- there was a little bit of respect. I won't say it's 100% there because I don't think it's ever been that way, but there was some respect. And I don't want to sound like an old fuddy-duddy, even though I just turned 50. But, like, it, it wasn't that long ago. Like, it was a couple years ago. And I, and I know the past seven or eight years have been a challenge in this country for various reasons. But again, like I said last week, we could do better. I can do better. But I'm I'm challenging everybody just to take notice. And go, wow. I really didn't realize that. Or if you did, like, okay. How do I... I don't know. Because you don't want to get in an argument with somebody and then, you know, it ruins everybody's day, get kicked out of the park or, you know, you get in a fight. and it, I mean, it's not worth that. But how do you... Because there's nothing worse than seeing two grown-ups fighting at the Magic Kingdom. There's nothing worse. It's embarrassing. But how do we get those blinders off? I mean, we've got blinders on for a lot of different things. But something as simple as common courtesy. How do we fix that? And that's my challenge to everybody. If you got any suggestions, let me know. You can hit me up on X thing used to be called Twitter Brett Holcomb with the number 8 hit me up on Facebook or Instagram just look for Brett Holcomb with the number 8 real easy Um, even my Gmail account it's Brett Holcomb two T's with the number 8 at gmail.com I'd I'd love to hear or if you know me and send me a text and go Brett you're off a rocker ain't nothing gonna happen I'll take that I won't be satisfied with it, but I'll take it. But so I'm going to leave you with this. You know, I, again, thank you so much for tuning in, taking this time to to listen to my thoughts that are going through my head. I know I've probably been babbling for way too long, and um, but it gets things off my chest, and this is exactly what I was trying to do with this thing but um, how do I end the show and I think I'm going to do it in different ways but I think right now I'm going to go back to my roots and my radio roots and leave you with music and just songs I'm listening to or um, I get a lot of new music because I'm still on almost every label email blast about new music and I still have friends that are in the music industry that are like hey I value your opinion. Can you take a listen? What do you think of this? Do you think it'll do well? 
I still get those, and I appreciate that. I, I absolutely appreciate it. And if you if you get a chance, and and you love you love dance music from the '90s and early 2000s, I do a show with a good buddy of mine who's actually from Jersey and that lives down here too, or he's lived here before I did. Uh, Art Rooney, we do a show called The Drop, which is uh, '90s and early 2000s dance music. Um, you can take a listen. You can where you find this show, you can find it there too. It's a passion of ours that we do that, and but um, so I'm, that's what I'm going to do. Like at least for the next few shows, like play some. Maybe it's new music. Maybe it's something from you know my past. Uh, that song meant a lot, lot to me. Um, you know, like the Oasis song. Do you know what I mean? Which kind of cultivated the thought process for this. But just new music I'm hearing and. Um, I found one. Um, and the weird thing is, while I was working at the University of Florida, helping run the radio stations, I mainly oversaw the sports station, but it was all the also the operations for a country station. Now, this Jersey boy slash from Philadelphia wasn't a big fan of country music. It's grown on me. Um, But I had an opportunity while I was there to go see, you know, one of the the greatest artists of all time in Garth Brooks. My wife and I got got, uh, offered tickets. I was working in radio and and got to see him. And and it's one of the best shows I've ever been to. Just amazing. You know, he's a great performer. So um, I saw one of his songs was popping back out and there's a remix and if you know me in dance music I love my remixes so um, I'm going to leave you with a Garth Brooks song um, and it was a remix by Q and uh, the song is called um, The Thunder Rolls I, I thought this was a great remix and I was like wow this would have been played on my station up in Jersey absolutely so again, thank you so much for, for tuning in. Send those comments to me. Tell a friend to tell a friend about this. And again, I probably in the next few weeks, I'm going to start bringing every once in a while a guest on. And, I, and I'm kind of putting that thought process in about who I want and why I want them on the show. So... Have a great week. I'll see you guys next week. And again, I hope this is, if this is helping you all or it's just enjoyable to see the inner workings of Brett Holcomb's brain. You get, you get to see that side. So thank you so much. I'm going to leave you with a little Garth Brooks. And we'll see you next week. Down on the moon sunlight. Raindrops on the windshield. There's a storm moving. He's heading back from somewhere that he never should have been. And the thunder rolls.
she rushes out to hold him Thankful he's alive But all the wind and rain A strange new perfume blows And the lightning flashes in her eyes And he knows that she knows And the thunder rolls Thank you.